Happy National Homemade Cookie Day. All right. Homemade. Homemade. That's the key. So yeah. you can't go to crumble? Sorry. No. Hey, <laughs> discover a life-giving local church where you, <laughs> you find the community and the support you've been looking for. Join us for our services at Mayo High School on Sundays at 9.15 or 10.45. Um, we are eager to meet you and extend a warm welcome to the Echo Church family. <laughs> At Echo, we hope you'll find your place, your people, and your purpose. Experience a true sense of belonging while building <laughs> friendships and finding support. We believe this is what we're all seeking, and we cannot wait to share it with you. And we would love to introduce you to our new mission investments. Check out this video. Toulouse, France is home to 1.4 million people, of which only 6% would claim to follow Jesus. But God is moving. In September of 2021, seven people gathered for the first time and began to pray for a movement in this city. The group continued to grow and a community began to form. The dreams that God put in our hearts three years ago for a vibrant church in the city center were becoming a reality. People hungry for God but without a church are finding a home in this community now known as La Rencontre. We began building a core team with a vision to reflect the love of a living God in Toulouse and beyond through love, generosity, and excellence. Every week we come together and pray, and every week God is answering new prayers. Will you believe with us for a movement beyond any of our imaginations or abilities? At La Rencontre, il est en place pour toi. God is moving. We are particularly excited to celebrate and support this church launch in Toulouse, France. We invite you to head to our website or Venmo us at We Are The Echo Church. Let's come together in generous, generous obedience and continue to make a difference. Enjoy Echo Enjoy. Online service. Father, I just pray that your fire would move through this place right now in the name of Jesus. God of wonders, your power has no end. The things you've done before in greater measure, you will do again. Isn't all you can break through? No mountain you can move all. Things are possible. There's no broken body you can raise, no soul that you can save. All things are possible. The darkest night, you can light it up. Oh, my God.
sing this some more bridge together. Come on, let's sing it. Come awaken your people, Jesus. Come awaken your people. Come awaken this city. Oh God of revival, pour it out, pour it out. Every stronghold will crumble. I hear the chains hit the ground. Come on. God of revival, pour it out, pour it out. Come awaken your people, come awaken the city. God of revival, pour it out, pour it out. Every struggle will I hear the chains hit the ground. God of revival, pour it out. grateful to be part of Echo. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Echo. Happy birthday, Echo. We love you. Happy birthday, Echo. Thank you, Echo Church. We love you. We are so, so thankful to be a part of this awesome community. Oh, man. So thankful. Mm-hmm. We love you guys so much. Yeah, man. You the bees to the knees. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, baby. Happy birthday. Happy fourth birthday, Echo. Happy birthday, Echo! Feliz cumpleaños, Echo. I'm just so happy. We love Echo! Happy birthday, Echo. Hey, Echo Church, happy birthday. Grateful that I can say happy fourth birthday, Echo. Happy birthday, Echo! Happy birthday, Echo! You are the best. Hey, Echo, happy birthday. Happy fourth birthday. Yeehaw! Happy birthday, Echo! Happy birthday, Echo. Happy birthday, Echo. Happy birthday, Echo. Happy birthday, Echo. Happy fourth birthday, Echo. Happy birthday. It's our fourth birthday. Isn't that awesome? Worth celebrating. Worth celebrating. Raise your hand if you've been here since launch day. Whoa, look at that. Woo, woo, woo. Love it. We are celebrating, but honestly, we, for those of you that do not know, one thing that is crazy. And why we love celebrating is I think it's really important to remember 
and to honor and to celebrate. God has done so much over the past four years. We believe we are just getting started. But five years ago, Andy and I were in our car driving north to Minneapolis. And bottom line, we were having a real gritty talk on what are we going to do with our life? Where are we going next? What are we doing? And in that car ride, we voiced out loud, we need to plant a church. And a lot happened in that car ride that day, but that was the moment for us where we said yes, where we, we said yes to the obedience, in obedience of what God was calling us to. And it was scary. And I was full of fear. I was full of, I don't think I can do it. And a lot of doubt. And we would not be here today without you, without our incredible team. So we set out for about 10 months in plant, planting journey of preparing for September 15, 2019, where we met at Willow Creek Middle School. And it has been a ride of our life. And I just want to honor our team members. I want to honor everyone who serves on our team who has supported us and say thank you. Thank you for running alongside us and for dreaming big because God is in this and we just have been so grateful overall. So today we're going to do a little reflecting. Even in the past year, some fun things have happened. Am I right? Yes. Who remembers the deflated donkey. Come on, somebody. For those of you that don't know, there will be a picture on the screen to show you. Andy, hey, so so here, here's the deal. Like, there are, there's, there's certain leaders who are like, man, like, they, they achieve, like, I don't, I don't even know why I'm saying nirvana, you know, like, the, they achieve, like, what they're looking for, like, when everything is perfect, you know? And, but then there's people like me who, like, when everything goes wrong, man, I just love it. I love it. You know, like, I could really, you know, and Chrissy is the same way, so. No, I'm not, actually. I, I love like things to go the way I have planned, for those of you that know me well. But here is Sam, our pet kid's pastor. She was on stage. She was going to do this whole thing about the donkey and from the Christmas movie. And here, the donkey just starts deflating. And that it was, was she had to get down on all fours and get it situated. It was a very funny moment. Every week, we set up church, for those that don't know, <laughs> don't know that. And uh, one of my favorite, not so favorite moments this last year was on the coldest Sunday of the year. Uh, we got locked out, and we could not enter at our typical 6.45 a.m. And so we just had to figure out what we're going to do and uh, how long we're we going to wait. And Christy made a video about that. We thought we'd show it to you today. Thank you so much. I, I bought makeup yesterday. Oh, I can, here, let me give a tour. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is where Echo Worship's going to be today. We have the flags. We built the altar. Out. Merch, just grab something out of the bin. Keep warm. Dexter's on acoustics doing some karaoke inside the minivan. There he is. Here, hold on. We'd like you to sing karaoke for Echo Worship today. Jingle bells. <laughs> jingle bells, jing, jingle bells, oh, jingle yeah. all the way. So there it is. There it is, folks. Happy <laughs> winter. You know what oh. you learn in Porta Church? Flexible. We're flexible. We roll with the punches. Locked out for an hour and a half the Sunday before Christmas. Not a big deal. Yeah, no big deal. One of the other uh, favorite moments that I, that I felt like I created was this pseudo prank uh, to our staff about chocolate-covered items. And so do you remember that Christy ate a chocolate-covered grasshopper? <laughs> and I thought that was going to be the funniest part, but actually what was funny is Isaiah took a, a bite into his and he thought it was a chocolate-covered eyeball. <laughs> Although It was, it was an, an onion. An onion, yeah. yeah that was, was good. good. Good moments. That was good. Um, another one was, I don't know if you remember this, but we were tag team preaching this past year when we were doing the Contending for Us series. And one thing about public speaking is it's been a journey for me to learn how to public speak without losing my mind or throwing up in the bathroom beforehand. Well, a lot of times what I'm doing when we're up here is I'm preparing in my head a little secret of what I'm going to say next. So I tune this man out. The only time I ever do that, by the way is tune him out. And so Andy had ended our service with the echo prayer. For those of you that come every week, we say this prayer. And I was tuning him out because he changed it up second hour. And then I started the echo prayer. And everyone looked at me. He's like, babe, we, we, just, we just did that. I'm like, awesome. I'm just going to leave the stage now. So that was a fun moment. Oh, Humble yeah. thyself. Yeah, and every year we seem to do, um, Christy and I will go do some adventures and film it and uh, just publicly shame ourselves. And uh, one of my favorite moments of that was going out and learning Taekwondo with my beautiful wife, Christy. And, and seeing her push through the obstacles that were presented before her. 
Oh, man, aren't you proud of Christy there? Yeah, so guys? proud. Thank Good you. times. Thank you. Good times. Um, I, I got to be honest, I was thinking about that year four of Echo Church and, and thinking about today and, and, and I honestly was struggling with, with celebrating the year four. In fact, I was kind of telling Christy, like, let's just not do it. Like, will anybody notice that we didn't celebrate our birthday? You know, because like year one is super exciting. Y'all know what I'm saying? Like, it's the baby's first birthday, man. It's the cake. It's the messy face. It's all that, you know. Year two is cool, you know. Like, there's some, some, some important things that come up. And year three is, like, cool. But, you know, obviously things are fading a little bit. And then year four. Like, like, what's so special about year four? Because year five, it's everything, you know what I'm saying? So I, I got to be honest, man. I was just kind of like struggling through that. And I started asking myself, like, well, why is that? You know, what was going on? And I stumbled upon a scripture here in the Old Testament that I kind of want to um, uh, chew on today. So if you have your Bibles, open up to Joshua chapter four, Joshua chapter four. And as you're opening up that, uh, up to that uh, portion of the Old Testament, uh, what's happening is this, is Joshua and the Israelites, they are crossing through the Jordan. I, I like to say like this, they're about halfway through. And then as they're going halfway through, all of a sudden, Joshua begins to hear some instructions from God in his, like in that kind of moment moment and in that obviously pretty uh, monumental moment and and what he hears is this is God instructs him to pick 12 leaders to go pick 12 stones for the 12 tribes of Israel to take those rocks out and to put them on land to be this memorial this moment of remembrance for them but also for generations to come and um, and 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 what was interesting is God had instruct them instructed like yes this is supposed to be a memorial for now but more importantly this is supposed to be a memorial for the people to come that this is supposed to be this remembrance for the people of the future and when they saw these standing rocks that they would remember that it wasn't out of their own hands and it wasn't by their own efforts but it was because of God. Come on, somebody. Yeah. That they crossed the Jordan. Now, what you need to know about the Jordan is this, is, is what I love about, and I love and I hate about God's timing, is it's typically inconvenient, and it's always uncomfortable, uncomfortable a lot of times. And, and in this season, it's probably the rainy season, the banks aren't just kind of full, it's overflowing. And that's when yeah. God says, guess what? I want you to cross over into your next season, into your next adventure. And this is where we find Joshua and the Israelites. And in Joshua chapter four, verse 20. Do you get that, Joshua chapter four, on the four-year party? Unforgettable, you get it, unforgettable. See what I'm spraying there? 420 says this, and Joshua set up at Gilgah the 12 stones that had taken out, uh, taken out of the Jordan. And he said to the Israelites, in the future, when your descendants ask their parents, what do these stones mean? Tell them Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you until you crossed over it. Over it. The Lord your God did to the Jordan what he had done in the Red Sea when he dried up it before us and until we had crossed over that location, the Red Sea. That was a humongous monumental moment and God was doing it again on just a smaller scale. And in verse 24, he says this, he did this so that all people of the earth will know, uh, they might know the hand, that the, the hand of the Lord is powerful and so that we might always fear the Lord our God. That's what God is interested in doing, not only in Echo Church, but in your life. God wants to show up in moments of your life so that his hand would be shown and that you would fear him for the rest of your days. That's what I want to lean into today. This is what I kind of want to chew on, that God is in the business of, of setting up stones and making these moments of remembrance so that we can look back, so that we can look forward better with his strength and his power in our midst. And so what I want to do is, is, is we're going to take a moment, we're going to celebrate what God has done at Echo, like in and through Echo. And we're going to talk a little bit about some vision and where I feel God is calling us to go. But I, I want to just give you one little practical tool that you could apply to your normal life. And, and it's this, you are to be called or you are to be 
living memorials for God. Okay, not only in your home, not only and, and not only in your home, but your workspace, right? And, and anywhere you go, I believe if we apply these three concepts to our life, that God will utilize moments and, and miracles and, and your movement to make a difference in the world around you. And so we're to be living uh, memorials that I had mentioned. And the three key things is this, is do you see the miracles? Are you... Are you moving forward? Is there movement in your faith? And then thirdly, are you being intentional to make moments in your everyday life and situation? The thing I love about this scripture is it is a metaphor or an illustration for you to put yourself in that position. And right now, our heart for you is even to say, God, where have you been faithful? Asking questions like, God, where have you showed up in my life? And as a, matter, as a point of reflection and looking ahead. So as we look back on the last four years as a church hole, but individually for you to say, God, what miracles have you done? Do you see them? Are you living a life where you see them? Have you written them down? I think about even just with miracles, taking your Bible and writing down the miracles. What are you reading? Are you sharing? If you're a journal writer, what are you leaving? What's the legacy that you're leaving behind? But it's us living a life where we are seeing it, where we are speaking it out, and we are believing it. You know, we bring up even just the miracle story of starting this church, but there are so many miracles represented through your stories, through what God has done in your life that keeps us moving. The second thing is the movement component. Have you moved in the past year? And I'm not talking like, yeah, I moved houses. It was great. Or I was moving, you know, like I went on a walk. I'm talking, what has God done in your life? It requires us to get out of our seat. It requires us to get uncomfortable. And us saying, yes, it's every single day. And I think so often we get stuck in the mundane. We get stuck in minimizing what God is calling you to and saying it's just another day or it's just another Sunday. But God's calling us to move towards him, to say yes. And we have a phrase we've used for years is radical is a movement. God wants you to live a life where you are radical. And that's moving towards people. If you naturally pull away when people want to get close, maybe it's leaning in and moving towards them. If it's moving towards people in the, at work and not just saying, well, they're just my coworkers, who is God calling you to? And then third is the moments component. Is Are you living a life where you are creating moments? Right now, in your life, in your next week, where can you create moments? It may be simply gathering around the table with your kids and your family and not minimizing sitting together for a meal. It might be making moments where saying, we're going to come here and we're going to serve together on a Sunday. Or I'm going to make a moment and I'm gonna, I see a coworker going through something or I see someone here today and they're avoiding eye contact or maybe they're going through something. No, I'm going to go and make a moment. But it's not just about... Other people doing it, God's asking you to do it. And so when you put yourself in the story in Joshua, it's simply saying, what are the stones in your life? And for me, I'm futuristic. I love thinking ahead. But it's that accountability to say and responsibility of saying, God, I'm going to write these stones out and I'm going to live them out. So it's almost thinking like saying, what is my life going to look like when I'm not here anymore? It's bringing heaven to earth. And so even with that, as we talk about it, we would love even in the next couple minutes is to celebrate what God's doing in a few people here at Echo. Because it's not about, yeah, we can give you these really big statistics and these big things, but, which is great. But where we're inspired as pastors, as leaders, is the individual stories represented in this church. And so in the next few minutes, we're just going to celebrate what God is doing and has done. Absolutely. And before we move on, we look at this, this concept of miracles, movement, and moments. Don't underestimate small. Yeah. As human, that what we, that's what we do. Therefore, when God is doing miracles in your life, like so many times we underestimate it and just say, oh, no, I just, that just happened to ha- be like that. Yeah. Like that was just chance. And I'm just telling you, God is moving in your life all the time. And do you see it? 
Don't underestimate the small movements that is in your faith and, 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 and the intentionality of that. Like, like this, don't underestimate what God does through small choices. And, and again, yes, we want to celebrate what God has done in our life. And, and, and it's just natural for me as I think about what's happened over the last few months is this, is I just love baptism and what it signifies that it signifies life change and and just because we know the story and we get to know some of these people what we see and if we've seen since the existence of church is this and and echo church is we see people set free we see people who are dealing with addiction that are that become sober right we people we see people who are sick that are healed by the grace of god we get to see miracles all the time and we're just so excited about it and it's just fun to be a part of that and we also see life change that happens maybe a a little bit of a a slower pace yeah one of the people who I love at this church her name is Becky and Becky and I have known each other I was doing the math 19 years 19 years ago I started at a salon here in town and Becky was a massage therapist I was a hairstylist and we had commonalities right off the get-go. But one thing I didn't know about Becky at that time is she was struggling with alcohol addiction. And she almost lost everything. When I look at her life, I see she is at the core, most genuine, life-giving, caring person. One of my favorite people. I would be in the phone room and she'd just come. i get migraines, start massaging my shoulders while I'm taking phone calls for the salon. And she just would put out for so many people. But what she was battling on the inside was this addiction that she couldn't let go of. And so she went through treatment. She got clean. And we are here today celebrating 15 years of sobriety. Nineteen years ago, I didn't know I was gonna, we were going to start this church and that Becky would be a part of our team, walking through the doors in the first couple months of Echo Church. But what God has done in her life is, yeah, 15 years is incredible. But so many of us can walk in here and we are going, you're in it. You're in the valley. You're experiencing pain. I believe some of you are in this room and you're dealing with addiction right now, currently in your life that you don't want to let go of or that Satan has grabbed a hold of you and said, this is your life and this is your story and this is your future. But I'm here to tell you today that today can be a fresh start. And highlighting Becky today is that she didn't even, she didn't stop there saying 15 years, like that's a lot. 15 years is a long time. But what God's called her to in the past year is starting a ministry here within Echo called Celebrate Recovery. Celebrate Recovery is a treatment program, like step by step, but it's where God is at the center. And so it started grassroots, small and beautiful, and there's people showing up every single Sunday at the hub, which we lovingly call our work apartment. And so if you are here and you're like, I need this nudge, I believe you're here today to be invited to go to Celebrate Recovery because Becky has taken her pain She's taken her weakness and she's using it. She's, ten- she's tending to her story and saying, I'm going to help others get through this like I've gotten through it. And I don't know about you, but it's really hard to do things without God. But when we put God at the center of our life, so much can happen. And I know, Becky, that's out of your comfort to say, yeah, sign me up. I'm doing this. But she, it's that immediate obedience, the daily obedience. And so we just want to honor you, Becky. Thank you for stepping out. Thanks for using your gifts. Thanks for being bold. What, what I just want to share about Becky is this. Is so about four years ago, you came to Echo, and that was probably a big step in itself just entering into church. And then just, just a while later, she joined the Echo team. And, and you know what she does? She volunteers at the Echo, or the Echo Kids door host. Just, they know which we love. I mean, and, and honestly, like, thank you for your obedience. But this last year, God was working in her heart. And because of her faithfulness of, 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 of just being available, saying, I want to make a difference here at Echo Church, God pushed her a little further, a little bit more out of her comfort zone to, to use her pain, right, to pass pain, to live out her purpose. Amen. And that is so awesome. And that's what I want to celebrate. And I don't want to just celebrate that with Becky. And I, w- I want to celebrate with you all. And that's what we want to see for God, or God doing in your life. We want, to see, we want to see God continue to push you, right? And see those small movements that ultimately lead, lead you 
to unlid some of the dreams and the purposes that God has given you. And yeah. Becky, you're just a perfect illustration. Again, we just say thank you. Thank you for living that out right in front of us. So we just love it. And I just think even prophetically in this moment is the accountability of what is God speaking to you right now? Write it down. Write it down on the stone. Tell someone today. Even text someone and say, I need to talk to you later. But just let people in because if I've learned anything over the years is when I let people into the God dream that he's giving me or he's calling me to, I can do it. And so you can do it. Another couple we want to highlight, they did not know we were going to honor them today, but they had made a video celebrating Echo's four year and we're going to watch that and then talk about them. Echo Church has had such a profound impact on my life. Uh, more specifically, my energy and vitality toward God and other facets of my life, my ability to be present for my family, my friends, my emotional and physical wellness. Echo Church has completely changed my life and I say that with complete sincerity since the first service that my family attended, we felt welcome and just like we were at home. And I really attribute that to the people. Um, it's so genuine, so sincere, I feel heard in you know in, in a way that I don't know that I, I've I've felt heard before, um, and I'm, I'm so grateful. Every message that is preached there, I feel a pretty deep connection to. It's almost like Andy and Christy are mind readers, um, but we love it. Like we have brought God into our home. I feel so close to God, and just. It's so amazing to see all the work he's doing in my children, myself, my husband, and all of those around us. Um, happy birthday, Echo. That is Jake and Stevie. If you do not know them, you should meet them. They're awesome. We love them. Um, how we met Jake and Stevie is Stevie actually was our oldest daughter's sixth grade teacher at Willow Creek Middle School. And the year right after, so it was 2020, 2021. That was a fun year and season, right? And honestly, when I look at the middle school year, that year for our daughter going in really afraid to be a sixth grader is Stevie provided stability. And she poured into our daughter. And that entire year, I believe my daughter was inviting her to church. And when we moved here at Mayo High School, even the purpose of moving, like, God, you're in this, what, who are you going to bring through the doors? Is Stevie and Jake walked through our doors the first Sunday we were at Mayo on May 1st of 2021. Jake is a teacher at Willow Creek. Stevie has moved over to Pinewood, so she's an elementary teacher now. But why are we bringing them up? Is their story inspires us. And even how she joked about Andy and I being mind readers, which we're not, I think what, when I see Jake and Stevie is I see them coming to church every single week expectant for what God's going to do. And they come with an open mind saying, God, speak to me, use me, what can you do in my life? And so, yeah, they, they came here, but it's been a process of transformation. It's been week after week of them joining the team, using their gifts, they're serving in kids, they're serving on barista, they're helping us in culture which culture class, which I have just, that is my win of the season is having them there. And if you don't know what Echo Culture is, it's the place you go when you want to get plugged in. And they share their story. So what's been done for them, they're repeating it with others. But I just see their life being in the school systems here in Rochester. We love public school. We, we love our teachers. Is that what they do is ministry. They carry joy. They carry the responsibility of serving and loving people. And we are so blown away. And even this last hour, they were sitting with a row of people they've invited. And I just think it's been this contagious thing where when God grabs a hold of your life, be bold and share it with someone. And it might be wearing a shirt for a church and you're like, what is this? Why am I, I don't even know why I'm wearing this. It could be, hey, I've heard about that. Let me tell you more about it. It could be you telling someone when they're going through something like, join me and come sit with me on Sunday. If you're like, I don't know how to lead people to the Lord, but just honestly being a vessel and invitation is powerful. And so we are so inspired by Jake and Stevie. Absolutely. I, I just want to reiterate, don't underestimate small. And, and here's the deal. We celebrate Jake and Stevie and their story, what God's doing in their life, which by the way, isn't just for them, but it's also generational. Yeah. Like this is going to make a difference in their family's life as well, extended and beyond, which is just awesome. But I, I bring all that up to say is the difference that's been made in their life is because of you. Yeah. And because of your faithfulness, because of your willingness to serve here at Echo Church, for you to say hi to someone when they come in, for you to collectively come alongside people who are just searching 
searching and say, hey God, you know, you have something for me. Like it's just awesome to be the people of God and to be faithful and to make those yeah. small movements, to be faithful with what God has uh, really gifted us to yeah. be aware, uh, to, to be with. Um, and then lastly, we, we want to uh, bring up another celebration of a, a couple named Marcus and Amaro. They recently had attended, uh, or started attending our church. And what I found out was this, which is awesome because they found community and they're getting connected. You saw him on the announcement video as well. Um, but what I love about their story is this, is they were invited by their realtor. Yeah. Come on, somebody. I feel like there's a few realtors yeah, yeah, in yeah. church. And, and here's the deal. Like, like I'm going to name them. Zach Toller, man, was, was obedient in a small little movement yes. to invite someone into a life-giving community where they can find friendship and they can live out their purpose. And I just want to call out all the realtors today. That's all I want to do. <laughs> Leverage your job to grow the kingdom of Amen. God. Amen. Okay? And some of you are like, well, no, I'm not a realtor. Well, if you work at mail... Leverage your job for the kingdom of God. And if you make mail in the cafeteria, leverage your job for the kingdom of God. Now, come on, that is tweetable, as Christy said last hour. Hellman's or Miracle Whip? <laughs> Homemade. Homemade? No, I'm not that lady. Andy's so proud of that line. I'm proud yeah, of you. I had to repeat that. But we really are inspired by Zach Toller. And I just think right now, it's, it's not taking another day for granted. Like we've said, who, are, who is God calling you to love and lead and not minimize by put, put God at the center again? And not just kill people with kindness, but kill them with God's love. And so as we share these things... There's a lot that's been happening behind the scenes and big picture. And one of the things that was very significant for us, and I know I've talked about it a few times this past year, but what we haven't told you is a year ago, we were in our living room with our staff. Our staff is five people. It's Jen, who does our admin. It's Isaiah, who's our youth pastor, Sam, who does next gen, and Andy and I. And so we carry a lot of weight, a lot of responsibility. And as we were gearing up for the new school year a year ago, we had a very long meeting day, but what the focus was that day and what Andy was hearing from God was in this next year, behind the scenes, our main focus, our main vision, our main event is kids and youth. And as a church body, we are going to lead people in the daily obedience of pouring in to kids and youth. Since day one, since we launched this church, we said kids matter most. We're going to invest. We hired Sam before we launched, and she was our kids pastor, which, by the way, is unheard of to have a kids pastor right off the bat. But we knew if we were going to say what we believe in, we need to practice it. And so a year ago was us revisiting that. And it wasn't this big, crazy thing of we're going to change everything, but it was let's be obedient 52 weeks a year. How are we going to invest in families? How are we going to invest in the kids? And I am here today to celebrate with you that our kids and youth ministry has grown by over 50% in the past year. 50%. Like, I'd be hyped over 10%, okay? But a year ago, we were averaging 100 kiddos being checked in on a Sunday morning. Right now, we're averaging over 150 kids. Our Echo High is meeting on Wednesday nights at the cabin over by Silver Lake, Echo High, whoop, whoop. And they are busting at the seams at this cabin, and I'm not kidding. And I, we just want to honor Sam. We want to honor Isaiah and their leadership is their commitment to you, their commitment to these kids is making a difference. And yes, we are sharing numbers, but it's about the individuals. It's about the families, the households that are represented in this room right now who are being impacted by these ministries. Yeah, and I also think it's a sign of you as parents putting God as a number one priority in your family. Yeah. And, and I, I preached a message, I think it was early in January, and I just kind of reiterated this, this idea that like, hey, parents, like you, you realize like you go to church for you, but more importantly, you're going to church for your kids. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And what we are committed here at Echo is to continue to just pour into our children and say, hey, you know what? We know there's a lot of things that we could be focusing on, but the thing we're going to focus on most is making sure to invest into this next generation. Yes, we love being here now, right? We love this whole experience, but we aren't just a now church. We're a next generation church. So thank you for being a part of that. We're just, we couldn't be more excited about it. 
Another one that has been a dream of ours that was just God's timing was we have created our very first album that's being released, Stoke the Fire. If you haven't picked up, it was the second song we sang today, but we had a live worship recording this past spring, and we have been working for the past five months to get that out into the world. So right now, as we speak, it's on YouTube as a whole album. You can actually physically watch the video. So if you have never gone to YouTube, go to it and find the Echo Church and hit subscribe. Okay. This is me saying that so you can stay in the know, but this is not just for us. This is not, Hey, look at this album we're recording. It is going to hit iTunes and Spotify very soon. But for us, Stoke the Fire is our vision for the year. We believe that God has given people gifts within this church and that we want to stoke the fire. We want to stoke the flame. We want to stoke the embers again in people. So it's, it's God is calling to light us, light us up individually and for us to focus on what he is doing. But stoking the fire requires responsibility, patience, that we're tending to it every single day. And so this album has been a dream that was birthed in us and to see it come into fruition, we have now decided we're doing this every year because it's been so awesome. Yeah. And you know, this whole thing is, it's not just about creating an album or just music. What we feel as a visionary component of this church is we want to set up opportunities to encounter God. Yeah. Okay, like we can talk till we're blue in the face and you can listen to us until you're annoyed with us. But what it's all about is this, is creating opportunity for the Holy Spirit to continue to do his work in you. And honestly, I, I, what I'm excited about the Stoke of the Fire album is it's not just a Sunday, but we get to listen to that all week long and just not just listen to it as music, but I'll let God use that tool to continue to lead us and guide us in our ordinary, everyday, ordinary life. Uh, lastly, uh, one of the things that we're excited about 2022-23 is Serve Day. It's, it's, it's kind of the heartbeat of this church. And what's happened as a portable church is we have seen obstacles come our way. But we never want to see an obstacle as just simply something that stops us. But we want to see an obstacle as an opportunity. And when those op- obstacles have come our way, what we've said is this, you know, we, we're just not happy with just going to church. What we are going to do collectively is be there church. Come on, somebody. And that's what you did. And I can't be more excited about that. Build the Box last year was amazing. And, and, and Serve Day this last year was, was also equally as amazing. And it's just so uh, life-giving as the pastor to see so many people show up uh, on a non-Sunday, a non-typical Sunday, and to just be God's hands and feet to Rochester. And I am just super excited about what God is going to do this next year. Actually, November 19th, we're going to do Build the Box. We won't be able to meet here. So we'll meet in an additional location and we'll just try to bless the socks out of Rochester and people that are dealing with some food insecurity and some other issues as well as serve day in 2024. It'll be June 2nd. And we're super excited about this next year because what happened at serve day this year is there was a conversation that was had between me and another individual. And I realized, oh boy, she can open up so many other opportunities in Rochester to bless so many different people. And I'm just super excited to come alongside her and just to see God do some amazing things with just us and our obedience to small obedience, really small movement uh, and willingness to say, God, use me whatever way you want to do. Yeah. So as we share these wins, we are excited on where God's calling us to in this next season. And so even you're sitting here, so what are we doing next? We believe our vision as pastors, as leaders, is that our vision is for this church to continue to grow. That healthy things grow. Can I, can I hear an amen? Healthy things grow. Amen. And so how are we going to grow? We are, we, our heart is to continue to have steady growth, like numbers-wise, as far as just people. And that just means you inviting someone. We want to be a church that has invite culture. It's the saying, who is going to be sitting next to me? If you're sitting alone today, who can you sit with next week? I would not be where I am today without being invited in to the local church, without being invited to a small group, which table groups are launching in two weeks, without being invited to say, Can you, do you want to join me in serving? So I just say right now, is God grow me so I can grow the kingdom? Who is your family called to maybe host in your home, have a meal together? It's beyond the Sundays, but God wants to grow you. 
Yes, we want to grow also uh, intentionally in our diversity yeah. and, and unapologetically. I just feel like that's what the Lord has been placing on our heart and for Echo Church. And, and when I say, uh, you know, diversity, I mean racial, age, social, economic is specifically what I feel like God has been brewing in my heart. And it's not something that we can manipulate, right? I can't just make that happen. But I do want to intentionally just voice it and say, God, we hear that call and we want want to continue to make a church that looks a lot like heaven. Amen. Can someone say amen, amen out there? That's what we want to do. The other way we want to grow this next year is honestly like through our generosity. And, and, and if I could just be real with us, and for those that call Echo Church home, and you've been here for a while, you know, like, like being a pastor of a church plant, there's a lot, to, there's a lot of like proce- uh, mind process and thought process of like, where are we going and how quick are we going to get there? And, and I know I have done a, quite a bit of that. And, and honestly, the last three years, just really, really honestly, is we've seen a standstill financially with our budget, which is kind of mind-blowing to me because we've seen numerical growth, but we haven't seen financial growth. And again, I, I know that there's probably a lot of reasons to that, that economically we all feel the pressure and, and we feel, you know, the changing, uh, and, uh, the changing reality of that and also just the pressure of that. But as I was thinking about this year growing in generosity, I, honestly, I, I want to tell you two reasons why I'd like to see this church grow in generosity. Um, number one, we have an amazing staff. And, and I, I just want to be honest, like we are grossly underpaying them and they're grossly overworking. Like, just quite frankly, that's just what they do. It's just what they do. And which is, you know, an awesome picture of how we have servant leaders who are sacrificing for the kingdom of God and for you. And I just want to come alongside and I just want to grow, honestly. Like, and again, like, it's not because, like, I, I get it, like, as Americans, we could just want, want more and more and more. But, like, I want our, our, our staff to take being taken care of. And I don't want them to just continually sacrifice on behalf of everybody else. Like, I want to be a church that's willing to sacrifice together. The other aspect of financial growth that's important here at Echo Church is we will always continue and pray for the opportunity where God creates a permanent home here at Echo Church. Can someone at least say an amen Amen. out there? Like it will be really awesome to not be locked out of your building on the coldest day of the winter. Like, and if we're locked out, it is my fault and no one else's. Like, how awesome would that be? And honestly, like, like we understand the obstacles that are in front of us with interest rates and current income. And, and honestly, like just the unknown of God, what do you have for us? And I just want to encourage you to be obedient. To, to honestly this year financially say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be intentional to make moments of generosity and sacrifice in my house because I want to see the kingdom of God advance. Not because I have everything I need, but because I know God knows everything I need and he will provide. And then lastly, and this is probably the one I'm most excited about, is I want to see Echo Church grow spiritually. Amen. And it's been something that's been ruminating from the beginning in the existence of Echo Church and the vision of it. Is I want to see people rescued, I want to see them restored, and I want to see them repeat what God has done through them. And what one of the issues is this, is when you get saved, where do we go? Yeah. What do we do? What do I need to know? What is the transformational next steps that God has for me? And and right now, I am currently in the process of starting what we call EDU, Echo Discipleship University, where we want to take you systematically through from becoming, giving your life to Christ and really living out the purpose that God has for you. And, and, and honestly, it's, it's just new, it's brewing, but I just want to just go ahead and say we're working on it and we cannot wait to, to reveal that as we go. And I guess our big question today is this, is will you join us? Yeah. Like Echo Church has nothing, it has something to do with us, but has everything to do with you and your involvement. And we've presented like some celebration in the past and and we look forward. And I just kind of ask you, I want to ask you the question, will you accelerate the vision that God has given us? 
Will you play your part? Will you be obedient? Will you be intentional? Will you, will you be people that will come alongside us at Echo Church and go ahead and continue to put standing stones, not only individually, but also collectively? Yeah. I hope you do. Yeah. So right now, we would just love to close and I would love to pray over you. So if you would just stand with me, the band's coming up right now to lead us in a song. And just in a posture of surrender, I would just love it if you would just close your eyes. You can even hold a loved one's hand next to you or open both your hands just in the posture of surrender and just giving God what you're going through right now and just giving him your life. God, we just come to you right now. And I just thank you for today. I thank you for the significance of what today represents. God, I pray for the stones represented in our life. And even as we are spending time reflecting, God, that we can look ahead as well. God, and I just pray even right now in this room that you are gonna move people from living a life of poverty to a life of abundance. God, I just pray that that's a word for someone right now, God, that maybe we've grown up where we have just been taken from that we have had less than God, or even just our home life, or we're struggling and just even living financially paycheck to paycheck, or living a life of poverty where we just don't have our, our means to our ends are not happening, God. But right now, I just pray that you are an abundant God, that you are a God that is calling us to more, that you are a God who is calling us to move. And I just pray for even the questions that we brought up today, that you will shift us you will sift things, God, that aren't supposed to be here. God, and I just pray for clarity. I pray for us to live on mission. I pray for purpose. I pray for breakthrough. We bring up, for, bring up people in this space right now who need a touch from you. God, I pray for you, to, for you to be a God who delivers us out of darkness. God, I pray that the next season is unforgettable. God, I pray that we take our stake in our ground, that we put a name on the things that you are calling us to that we start serving people, God. And even in this moment, we say, God, who are you calling me to? How can I help serve here in this church? How can I help serve this community, my neighborhood, my workplace, God? Call us to more. I pray for the pastors in this room represented that you are calling them to the, just to pastor people. God, I just pray for us to be a church of unity, not division. God, and we just lift up every single prayer request in your name, God. We give you the glory, we give you the honor, we give you the praise, and I just pray for radical obedience to you in your name, amen. to forget all of the great things you
favorite quotes and I like it so much I don't even know who said it but it's that we underestimate in a lot of ways a lot of things we overestimate what we can do in two weeks and we underestimate what we could do in a year total human beings right just makes sense and I was thinking about this man we've been we've been rocking echo for four years it's like 200 and a few extra Sundays Four years, man. And I just, I think it's pretty incredible when we realize the lives that have been changed because of Jesus working through Echo Church. And I just want to remind you, it's not, like, we're trying hard as a church to do the best things we can, but it's all Jesus. It's always been Jesus, and guess what? Always going to be Jesus. But I think about this, like, I don't know, is this backwards right here? I can't figure, I'm just going to turn this. Is it that way? Is it this way? The other way? This way? Okay. All right. Uh, When I think about four years, man, I just think... I just can't believe what God's done in four years. And I want to, I just, I think sometimes we do this thing. We think things are going to be better in two weeks and we forget how great they could be in a year. We forget how great they could be in four years. We forget that God moves in a way that changes our lives. Like there are people in this room I didn't know six months ago that now I talk to all the time. I just, I think we got to remember that God still moves in the little, man, when Andy said that, I, I thought that was an incredible thing. God still moves, but we got to be reminded that God sometimes is moving in the little and just to embrace that idea. Now, one of the things we do at Echo Church, and we've probably done this close to 200 times as well, is we say a prayer. And this prayer is just an opportunity to take a step towards Jesus. And man, I know there's people in this room never said a prayer like this, or maybe you said it here because you got dragged along, but you just haven't been that interested. That's ah, fine, Carrie, don't worry about it. It's, it's just one of those things that it's easy to do things like inhabit and hard to remember that life change happens. So when you say this prayer today, I don't care you've been following Jesus forever, you, maybe today's the day, let's just take a moment and let's just remember and focus on who Jesus is. So let's say this prayer together and you guys join me with this. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer save me and lead me in Jesus name and his authority and the whole house said amen amen let's celebrate with some people today 